down. They're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Feast and welcome to South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. 508 996 so you can get in the program. That was Rick Trapillo, candidate for the 10th Bristol District. If you live in Fairhaven, Marion, Mattapoiset, or Rochester, he is running to be your state rep. Um, if you are in southern Akushnet, like around South Main Street, he's that that he's running to be your state rep. Uh, if you're in a few precincts in Ward 1, it's going to be your state rep. Um, he's running against Representative Strauss. They had a they had a debate. I asked him some questions. I asked him, I think, difficult questions, and uh, I think he did a pretty good job uh, answering them. Um, I've, of course, reached out to uh, Rep. Strauss as well to offer uh, for, for, for equal time purposes. We're, we're getting a lot of candidates on here, actually, uh, for state rep, for county offices for statewide offices and uh, they don't want to talk to you so 508-996-0500 let's actually go to the phones now good evening hey good evening buddy how are you good how you doing all right you, you've been kind of busy tonight that guy seemed to have attracted callers hmm that guy had seemed to attract attracted call uh excuse me a little tongue slap um Seem to have attracted callers. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I thought know, it was a good interview. Well, it's a lot of people coming. Um, it was a pleasure meeting your cousin yesterday. Oh, Carl. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, and um, I look forward to working with him. I'm, I'm not. I'm like a little fish. He's he's a he's a bigger fish, but I'm gonna try to support him and help him any way I can. So great. Um. Other than that, I don't know. It's hot out. It's kind of hot and sticky tonight. Uh, not much going on, really. I just figured I'd check in. And, uh, Are you going to the so, feast? No, nah, I didn't go to the beach. No, the feast. Nah, say that again? The, oh, the, oh, the, the feast. feast. Yeah. Nah, I'm probably not going to go to that. My anxiety. I hear you. Um, I get anxiety problems. That'll drive me loopy. <laughs> yeah, right. I hear you. But... But I mean, I would like to, if I could handle that type of stuff, I'd like to be able to go to stuff like that. I've, I've gone before. I just found too many people. Right. So, but it's good that all the uh, people get together and go to that, and they get rides with the kids. Yeah. And the adults, and you know, it's it's something to do anyway. I think New Bedford needs to get more active in the community. And have more things like they just had fifties night. They they need they have the feast. They they need to come up with some more stuff because there really isn't much to do 
in New Bedford. I, I think there's some stuff to do. You know, you've got the feast. Yeah, 50s night is is pretty good. There's the, you know, the Fairhaven feast that's going to happen at the end of the month. Um, you know, there's holiday stroll and Christmas. There's a few things to do. There's the food truck festival. You know, uh, it's not, you know, this isn't Boston or, or you know, something like that. But it's, it's I think, I think it's fairly active. Yeah. The folk, fe- the folk festival, the folk festival that happens. Yeah. You know, Tony, I've seen James Taylor. I met James Taylor a long time ago in Brookline. Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, he kind of got an attitude. He's, he's he's arrogant. And then I see him down in uh, New Bedford there at the Folk Festival, and he's walking around like he's all that. <laughs> 60 weird, 60-looking boots. and I don't know. I don't know what to take of James Taylor. I was never really a big fan of his music anyway. I yeah. like Fire and Rain, but that's about it. I hear you. But, I don't know, man. I was just checking in, and um, I really don't have much to talk about tonight. I think I told you and Chris, I was telling you about my father's uh, little war stories there that night. You guys seemed fascinated with that. That was but, pretty uh, interesting, yeah. Yeah, but that's all I really know about his service record. I just know he's in the he used the military police and the Marine Corps and it was different in the Marine Corps in those days than it is now. Right. I'm not knocking the Marines of today. They're still tough. They still train them hard. They just train them differently. I hear that's you. All. all right. I will talk to you later. You have a good night. You as well. Yeah, I got some actually close friends that are Marines and they're pretty tough dudes. <laughs> Uh, 508-996-0500. Let's go back to the phones. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Oh, good evening, Marco. Um, I'd like to comment on what there is to do in New Bedford. And sure. I think there is so much. Now, also, a lot of things are offered free, especially if you have a young family. Um, I have to say the beaches here are beautiful. We just, you know, would like people to clean up after themselves, but there's, the ocean is beautiful. Just taking a walk um, in the south end around the penin- peninsula. We have Buttonwood Park. Um, I believe the Duff Roach House is doing um, Shakespeare in the Park for free. Right. They said um, they're asking a little donation. Um, you have music at Cisco's, music at the Kilburn Mill. Right. Um, you have things going on like Thursday, Friday. I, I find it a vibrant city, um, very generous city, and there is so much to do. So um, if they can, I wish we had a calendar of all the events. I don't get the standard times anymore, but um, there there is just so much to, to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, there's the for free, for free. Yeah, and that's just the free stuff. You know, it's you know, there's also the whaling museum, right? Yeah. There's a lot of um, uh, Frederick Douglass Abolition Row Park. Um, mm-hmm. There is a lot to do for sure. But if you have a young family and you're on a, a tight budget, just taking them to the beach, to yeah. Tabor, um, they offer free swimming lessons down here, um, free lunches at the um, most of the parks. I think from 11 to 1 plus craft. So uh, I'm really? impressed, uh, yes, as a grandmother, as a grandmother who uh, watches young children. Um, the first time I did go to Hazelwood Park with my grandchildren, I was I said, oh, how much do I owe you? So, you know, the lunch car is coming or whatever. And they said it was free. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is like amazing. So um, 
uh, New Bedford has a lot to be proud of, a lot of good people, and um, just like take care of the city, the beaches, litter, things like that, and uh, appreciate what, what we have. We are truly blessed. Yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of cool history here. There's a lot of um, great natural resources too, like you said, mm-hmm. the beaches, and yeah. a lot of um, public spaces that people can enjoy for sure. Yeah. Okay. Have a good evening. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. That was a nice call. I like that. Yeah, and right. You know, that's the free stuff. If you have a if you're on a tight budget, there's the um, I know my my old show. I used to get a, a call from time to time about uh, from someone at the Fort Tabor Military Museum that you can check out in the South End. Right? They used to call in from time to time on Saturday afternoons when I when I was when I was on Saturday afternoons. That's something you can check out too. Um, I mentioned the Whaling Museum, obviously. I mean, the downtown district is just so nice to begin with. It's a national park, actually. It's actually a, a designated national park thanks to uh, the efforts of. Um, of Ted Kennedy. Um, yeah. And there's a bunch of stuff to do in Fairhaven too. You know, this, this region in general, Lloyd state park. If we're talking about natural resources, Lloyd state park, Fort Phoenix is another place you can check out a lot of cool history there. Uh, could go on. Yeah. I like it here. I haven't left yet. And I could have, <laughs> I definitely, I still could. I still could. Um, I think I've been a, I've been licensed for five years. I've been licensed for seven to eight years. How long have I been licensed for? It'll be eight years in November. So typically five years is when you can, um, wave into most places. Some places are more strict than others. You know, Texas, I think you have to take the test. Florida, you have to take the test. Uh, California, I think you do too. They have too many lawyers there. But what my point is I could have left. Could have gone to another lot of places, and I haven't because I really like it here. And that's why I mean, I mean, that's why I'm here on the air too, because there is, there really is, so much to do. There was a twenty, uh, uh, twenty MI two festival that happened too, um, folk festival, fifties uh, night, the feast, and food truck festival that's held by the feast. The, you know, there's there is a lot going on. There's definitely a lot going on here for sure. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. Um, you know, I was talking about, we we're talking about history. I was talking about some of the history of the Madeira wine, which I thought was, um, I thought was really cool. Uh, we were talking about, you know, basically that the founding fathers had a really strong affinity for it. And in fact, John Hancock who, um, you know, he was the first, uh, he was the, he was, well, he was remembered by his, uh, his big, you know, his robust signature on the Declaration of Independence, right? He was like that. That's why you call it your John Hancock, you know, because he had such a robust signature is big. And, you know, that John Hancock building is named after him. And you see the, the, the logo for the John Hancock and it's, it is his big signature. And uh, he... He had an affinity for Madeira wine. And like I was talking about earlier, in 1968, his boat was seized. And there was about, um, I mean, it was measured in pipes, about 3,100 gallons of Madeira wine. And there was a dispute over taxation. He refused to he refused to pay taxes on it. So the British, um, the Crown, basically, they seized it. And there was a big riot. 
which led to the, you know, the, um, it's called the Liberty Riots, then, which led to the Boston Massacre, which again was a foundational event for the, for the, um, for the, the American Revolution. Benjamin Franklin, I think, mentioned, uh, Madeira wine, his affinity for it in his autobiography. Uh, Abigail Adams, I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure did. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, it was used to christen the USS uh, Constitution. Um, Chief Justice John Marshall was said to really enjoy Madeira wine. And you know what's cool about the feast too is I think that is definitely an event. It's it's a free event, and even if you are on a tight budget and you can't afford, you can't afford to purchase a you know a casserole sandwich for six tickets, which is six dollars, right? Which I think is a pretty good deal in most places, but still. Times are tough, and we understand that. You can go get a deposit. You know, you just got to put a deposit in for a skewer, bring your own meat. You, you get the deposit back. Put a deposit in for the skewer, $10 deposit. You'll get it back. You bring your own meat. You bring your own bread. You bring your own vegetables. You can go and cook in the pit. I remember my dad told me when he was younger, the fe- when the feast was going on when he was younger, people used to actually, a lot of, you know, there was a lot of people who were on hard times and they used to actually bring their own food because, you know, it wasn't necessarily about going there and, you know, getting, um, you know, getting tanked off of wine and, 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 you know, enjoying the cuisine there, even though that's a great reason to go there. And that's why a lot of people go there and that's what raises all that money for all the charities. But there are people that just like to be there and, you know, see it as a culturally significant event. So they bring their own stuff. They bring their own food. Um, and you can do that. Actually, you can, you might need a $10 deposit for the skewer, but you get that back, throw some meat on that skewer, some veggies, bring your own bread, a lot of people bring their own stuff and they cook it right over the pits. And you're good, man. Because you can buy the meat there, but you can bring your own meat too. Right? It's hard though. I have a hard, I, I always have a hard time getting that right. I've done it a few times. You know, the, they have a, I, I've done it not when the feet, the actual feast is going on because that's too chaotic. But, um, you know, during the, they have a big picnic a uh, couple, couple weeks after the feast, they have a big picnic in the um they have a big picnic in the in the in the um and the feast grounds to you know basically to thank everyone who basically to thank everybody who you know came out and helped volunteers over the weekend and there's you know i get so that's when i use my opportunity to try to cook uh over the pits and it, it it's I just can never get it quite right they give me the salt and everything so i got the i got the salt the the really you know, big rock salt and these big, you know, you know, these, these big steak tips and I, I throw them on the skewer and I, I just try, you know, but it takes a while. You can never, I don't, it's an art. It's an art. If someone wants to show me this weekend, I'll be around. If you see me and you're like, Hey Marcus, I'll show you how to do it. I, I would, <laughs> I would appreciate it. Cause I, um, I've, I've had, <laughs> I've had a hard time with it. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to take a break now. We get back. We'll continue to take your calls at 508-996-0500. 1420 WBSM. Marcus, Chris will be back tomorrow. 
So remember, tomorrow we're interviewing uh, the candidates for state auditor, Anthony Amori and Anthony Amori and uh, Diana DeZaglio. Anthony Amori will be on at seven. Diana DeZaglio will be on at eight. Um, I appreciate them coming in studio. Oh, I didn't give them an option. <laughs> you uh, you want to want to talk to the people of the South Coast? You got to got to come in. Well, in, in 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 fairness, you know everybody I've talked to is making an effort and making trying to make it work with their schedule so that they can come in and talk to you guys. Uh, I've talked to candidates for multiple offices: lieutenant governor, lieutenant governor, uh, attorney general, uh, auditor. You know, people running for um, statewide, uh, you know, local races, county races. So they, they want to come in and talk to you guys, and, and they will. Uh, so tomorrow, Chris will be back. We'll be talking with Anthony Amori and um, and Dinah DeZaglio. And they'll take your calls at 508-996-0500. You might be, um, you know, if you're listening now, again, you're probably not at the feast right now. Or you're probably, maybe you're on your way into the feast. And again, you're using South Coast tonight to get hyped for the feast, which is the only way you can really fully prepare yourself to the, for the feast is to listen to South Coast tonight. And again, the optimal feast experience is downloading the WBSM app. You can download it now. You can download it while you're at the feast. You know, turn on your, uh, put on your AirPods if you haven't lost them. I've lost mine. I've lost my AirPods again. I've lost those things. I, I'm going to go back to wired headphones that you can just plug in, just call it a day. The, Air, the AirPods are easy to use. They're really, really easy to use. They're also easy to misplace. I misplaced my AirPods again. So I might just go back to the cheaper wired headphones. Just plug it in. It's like I used to buy expensive sunglasses all the time. My last pair of expensive sunglasses are... Um, the bottom of the ocean somewhere off the uh, coast of the Dominican Republic. <laughs> uh, so um, that's that's pretty much that. But we were talking about free stuff that you could enjoy in New Bedford, right? One of those things, and I, I talked about, you know, we talked, there's a caller that talked about Hazelwood Park. There's arts and crafts there. Um, there's free lunches available there. There's, you know, um, there's uh, music at Kilburn Mill. There are uh, the beaches, right? All the beaches that you can enjoy. I brought up the feast. You can bring your own food to the feast. You can put it on a skewer, cook it up, call it a day. And again, please, if you, show me how. <laughs> I don't know how. I try. I got the big rock salt too. I don't even know if I, I don't even know if I'm putting that on at the right time. Do you? Do, what do you do? Do you like? Do you? Do you sort of just like roll it around in the salt? Do you? Do you put? Do you? sort of sprinkled the salt on do you put the skewer over the pit and you rotate it and you sort of sprinkle the salt in does it mix with the embers i don't, I don't know <laughs> i have no idea i should know right i should know it's it's almost shameful that i don't i don't know but i don't know uh i'm not i'm not good at it I, i've done a decent job right i've done a decent job but i don't know there's people that have made it better than me for sure but one of the good free things you can actually enjoy and it's at the feast is the museum of Madeiran heritage you heard tim there earlier today tim was downstairs in the archives i've been down there it's cool there's a lot of cool um there's a lot of cool stuff down there uh there's a lot of cool stuff in the museum you can go to the museum 
and look at all the amazing pictures and artifacts that they have on display. The museum's open now during the feast, pretty sure open basically, you know, dawn to dusk. It's open till, I think, from when the feast opens till 10 o'clock. You have, uh, till 10 o'clock, you have, uh, you have that you have that available to you. You can go check it out. There's a lot of cool stuff there. Again, there's pictures of my family there. You can check out if you're interested. <laughs> I don't know why you'd be interested in my family, but there's pictures of a lot of other people there. Um, a lot of the history of not just the feast, but, you know, Madeira itself. There's the cool, like, cafe area, which is really, really nice. That's open till I think, 1130. You can go out there. You can, I mean, they have a nice little cafe. There's usually some light music playing there. Usually some light music playing there. You can go hang out. That's open till 11:30. I hang out there sometimes, you know, get away from the the chaos of the uh the chaos of the of the Madeira field, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy that. You know, it's it's cool to see everybody there having a great time. Um but the cafe's really it's an, it's a nice spot too. Then there's a little um I don't know, you call it. Can I call it a gazebo? For lack of a better term. I'm just going to call it a gazebo. Uh, you can go out there. There are bricks out there that are dedicated to people that have been a part of the feast most of the time. Um, people that have been a part of the feast that have passed. Uh, actually, one of those bricks is my dad, um, Joe Farrow. And it, it's a commemoration of him and the, and his uh, and when he served in the feast in 1980. And I remember him saying to me, like, oh, you got to, you know, I, I remember I, when I first decided to, I was first going to serve when I was, okay, and, I, and I talked about this process a little bit earlier, but basically there's the club that oversees a lot of the big operations. And then there's the committee that oversees based the feast, you know, that does all that, that recruits the volunteers that plans, you know, what, what kind of shirts they wear, what color, what logo, what books are at, what, 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 what books are at, what acts are booked on the stages, all that stuff. They all they all do the the stuff the presentation stuff basically all the the day to day stuff. They run the stands, right? They recruit volunteers. So that's um that's the committee. You can serve once every five. You can serve once every five years. And so I was going to serve, uh, but I was like a, I was like a second year law student. I just frankly didn't have the time. You know, I, I couldn't go to all the meetings. I couldn't do any of the things because it's a, it's a commitment. You know, you're some people, they live, some people serve that live in California. So they, you know, they live because there's a, there's a big Portuguese population in California too, but they live in California. They live somewhere else in the country and they just say, I'm going to show up this day, put me where you need to put me. I'll do what I got to do. You know, I'll ladle out Casorla. I'll carry, you know, I'll ladle out I'll pour the Madeira, I'll, you know, hand out beers, I'll do what I got to do. But then there's people that live around here, you know, what's expected of you is to show up to the meetings. If you have subcommittee meetings, show up to those subcommittee meetings, which is an honor. It's a great honor. And go to all the other events. You know, there's the blessing of the wine, which you can go to. And it's always revealed on like a date, like that's, you like you hear about it, you know, you hear about it sometime you hear about it like uh, a few days before. It's always kind of like a secret. 
I remember one time they changed the day so that my uh, my grandfather could could make it. They they make they changed the day because he had a he, it was for the hundredth. He had a doctor's appointment, so he couldn't. So they changed the day for him. my grandfather. Actually, was uh, won the lifetime achievement award from the uh, club. So up at the clubhouse is his name's on a plaque there, which is really a great honor. Um, I didn't, you know, I, I got to serve in 2015 after I graduated law school, you know, I had my feet under me more or less as much as you could, you know, had my feet under me. I was able to serve and I forget where I was going, but anyway, it's a really, it's a big deal. And then, you know, you're part of that. You go to the mass that, that happens. You go to the mass that happens on the first day. You march in the parade. You got to wear the clothes. You know, you got to, gotta, you know, got to wear the suit. March in the parade on Sunday morning. It's really, it's quite an experience. And you do, you got to do it once every, you know, you get to do it once every five years. And I, when I, when I told my dad, I was like, I'm serving this year. He says, well, you know, you, you got to, everybody's got to do it at least once. And it's like, you know, it's not like you've got to do it. You got to get it out of the way. It's, it was just like, you're a pharaoh. You're a big part of this. The pharaoh family is a big part of this. And you have to make yourself a part of it. You have to, you know, you have to, you have to give your contribution. So it's a, it's an honor. I'm doing it again next year and I, I really can't wait. I'm really excited for it. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, if you want to go at night, that's fine. I think that's, I mean, if you want to go at night, that's cool. If you're listening right now, you're, you're probably not there. You probably want to go during the day and that's cool too. Enjoy it how you can. Cause it really is a lot of people like, Oh, it's, Oh, it's so crazy. You know, be like, Oh, you go there, you're going to get shot and stabbed. You guaranteed. You know, I've, I've heard all that hyperbole nonsense. You know, when I served, there were on the feast grounds over the weekend with a hundred thousand people visiting, I think there were three arrests, three total out of 100,000 people. There might be some stuff that happens afterwards outside of the feast. You know, there might be some high activity going on in the peripheries of the feast. But if we're talking about like on the feast, a lot of that stuff is exaggerated, you know. Oh, this is going to be, you're going to go, you're guaranteed to get stabbed. I've heard that. I've heard people say, oh, you're guaranteed to get stabbed. It's BS. I also don't like the people that are like, if you don't like the feast, that's one thing. That's fine. Not everybody has to like everything. I get it. But there's, you know, there's an attitude. I think sometimes people think they're too good for the feast. You know, I've heard, oh, I'm, oh, I'm older. I'm, I'm over it. You know, and I see guys there in their 80s. They're still going strong because they believe in it. They believe in the feast. They believe in the work, the, the good work it does for the community, the money it puts back in the community. And, you know, what a great social event it is. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. But yeah, uh, and and again, we're gonna we're gonna talk to some statewide candidates tomorrow. And Mayor Mitchell said it actually earlier today. He's like, if you're not at the feast, you're running for office, and you're not at the, at the feast. You've got a problem, right? I agree with that. If you're running for statewide office or any office really, locally, and I saw a ton of you know, like I said, I saw candidates there. I saw Nick Bernier there, uh, who's. Um, candidate for sheriff. I saw the actual, you know, the sheriff there, Tom Hodgson, got to talk to him for a while. 
about, um, got to talk to him, well, not a while. We talked briefly about the, uh, about his, about his interview with us. And you should check that out if you, if you haven't yet, uh, check that out on our podcast. All everything is available on podcast. I would definitely give that a look because it was a fun, it was a, it was a, it was a fun, very, we'll call it explosive couple hours of radio. And uh, so we got to, we're talking about that a little bit. Got to talk with Senator Montigny, uh, Chairman uh, Rodericks, Michael Rodericks, Chairman of Ways and Means. He was there, all the city councilors. Um, yeah, uh, I said DA, DA candidate Shannon McMahon was there. Um, I'm sure DA Quinn will be there at some point in the weekend, too. Uh, if you're running for office and you want to make a meaningful impact in this community, I, you got to show up to the feast. You got to be there. I saw Karen Polito, Governor's Council, Joe Ferreira. It's 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 the flagship event of the South Coast. So take notice. Take notice. Someone's running for office and they want to make a difference here. If they're not here, they better have a good reason. Because this is the event. This is the big event. This is the big event here. 100,000 people come through here and, you know, and... You know, have a lot of fun here, really enjoy this event. And so it's important for those people running for office to go to the feast and engage. And we've seen that again. We've seen that. We've seen candidates for governor, candidates for Senate. We've seen actual senators. We've seen, uh, you know, Congress. And I'm sure Congressman Keating will be there, right? Uh, he's usually there. I've, I mean, I don't want to speak for him. I've always seen him there is what I will say. I've always seen him at the, at the feast event. Or at least someone on his behalf will be there. Um, you know, obviously the mayor, the city council, state reps, they'll all be there. So, and if they're running for office, go talk to them, go ask them questions. What are you going to do for me? Right. What have you done for me lately? Go ask them. I'm sure they'll be happy to talk to you and tell them Marcus sent you. You don't have to do that. But if you can't tell, I'm kind of excited about the feast being back, <laughs> even though I'm not there right now. Uh, and I'm just going to mostly enjoy it during the day this weekend, even when I'm not working. I'm really excited that the feast is back. And it's a big event. It's a, it's a big deal for a lot of us. It does a lot for the community. Okay, 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back. Listen to us live. Coast of the night. I'm Marcus. Happy feast. 508-996-0500 is how you get in the program. We'll also be taking your messages on the WBSM app chat if you'd like to message in uh, and say something. If you're going to be mean and negative, I'd rather you be creative. This also isn't... Reads uh, <laughs> and stuff. It's not a... It's not like a, I don't know. I think somebody, I think some people are missing the point. It's more to communicate with the hosts. Uh, it's not to complain to management about programming you don't like, but you can do that too, I guess. They'll read it. They'll read it. So and we'll read it if you want. If that's what gets you going. That's fine. Just know that I don't care <laughs> if you're going to say something crappy about me. I really don't care. So, um, 
508-996-0500 is how you can get on. Been talking a lot about the feast, right? Uh, it's been around for 100 years, since 1915. A group of four um, <clears throat> Madeiran immigrants founded it. And it replicates a feast that is that happens in Madeira. So there's another. In fact, I, I missed the trip last time. Maybe I'll go when they, if they go again. But they... The, a lot of members of the club actually went to basically the original feast, right? The one in Madeira, the one that they replicate. If you see pictures of what happened, you know, the Madeiran feasts, you'll see a lot of the same garb, like the folklore group, a lot of the same stuff, you know. It's decorated with the green, you know, the, the arches that are decorated with the greens. I don't know if you know this, but, you know, you'll see these arches and you'll see, you'll see, um, you know, branches, right? You'll see all these green branches that, that are um, wrapped around all of the arches at the feast. Those are collected, I want to say, the weekend before the feast, like the Sunday before the feast. You wake up at like, I've done it before. You wake up at like four o'clock in the morning. You meet at the feast grounds. You know, there's people there. You, you know, you, they give you a breakfast. Um, you, uh, they might, might engage in some libations, maybe. I didn't say that. We might engage in some libations. But a bus takes you down to Gooseberry Island in Westport. So you go down to Gooseberry Island, and there's a group of people. You're just basically clipping greens. You're clipping the greens. You, you load the truck, and there's, you know, you hit a certain amount of truckfuls of greens, and then... Um, once you get that truckload, you're good. Then you go back to the uh, then you go back to the feast grounds and you um, you make the arches. So they, they have all the arches down there, and you uh, you put the greens through the arches. You wrap them around so they look. They, that's how they look the way they do. And of course, by the last day of those arches, are basically wilted and stuff. But that's kind of part of the um, that's kind of part of the charm of it. It's really cool. It's a fun tradition. The last time I did it was last. I mean, you can do. Uh, you know, if you if you're serving, you want to do it, or if you're a club member, you want to do it. They'll 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 take you right. <laughs> but uh, it's fun. The last time I did it was the last time I served, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing it again uh, next year when uh, when I'm serving again. It's it's a really fun tradition. It's a really cool tradition. And again, a lot of that stuff mimics the um, the the feast that happens in Madeira. It's a lot of the same styles and uh cultural symbols but it was founded by the you know the what's called like the founding fathers of the feast many of the families uh, the, of the the founding fa the founding fathers of the feast many of their families are still around there's members of those descendants of the founding fathers of the feast that are that are still around and still serving some of them i, I know many of them some i'd consider friends right and they're good people and they're still there serving. It's a, it's a really cool, proud tradition. I remember the hundredth anniversary of the feast. I just, I just finished the bar exam actually. So I finished the bar exam in Boston. This was 2014. It was the hundredth feast. I finished the bar exam in Boston. I missed the last, I missed the first night cause there was friends in Boston. I wanted to go hang out with after the bar exam. So I missed the first night. I came down the second night and Everybody was like, did you, <laughs> it was kind of awful because I, I took the bar. I just taken the bar. And if, 
it's that's that's an experience. It's like almost not a body experience. But you take the bar and I go down. I go down. Everybody there because the social media and all that, and a lot of people just knew who I was anyway. And they say, "Oh, did you pass? Did you pass? Did you pass?" I'm like, "I, I don't know. I just took it." It kind of freaked me out. I'm like, "Yeah." So I just tell everybody, "Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so." But I, I had no idea. Turns out I did. Right? Turns out I did. So no need to panic. But uh, <laughs> it led to a few more. I think a few more. Uh, all this, all the questioning, maybe led to a few more shots of Madeira wine than I probably um, would have taken otherwise. But 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. I'm uh, I'm Marcus. Chris will be in tomorrow. Uh, I appreciate you guys joining me tonight. Again, a happy feast. Uh, you might be listening on the way to the feast, right? You might be listening uh, at the feast. <laughs> I doubt it, right? But maybe. And I'm sure I sure would appreciate it. Um, but we'll be in tomorrow. We'll be taking your calls, too. Um and we've got a lot of good stuff planned ahead of primary day. Primary day is September 6th, so and there's a lot of primaries. It's kind of a rare year that you get an open race for governor, open race for attorney general, an open race for auditor, three open statewide races, three open statewide races. Then you get a primary challenge for secretary of the Commonwealth, right? Nobody's running again. Nobody's running for treasurer. Kristen Cinema said she'd agree agree to that big. Uh, it's new breaking news. Kristen Cinema said she'd agree to the the Democrats' tax and climate package. I wonder what happened. I wonder what I wonder what caused Joe Manchin to change his mind. I wonder what they gave him is, I guess, the question, or what they got on him, because it didn't seem like they were. It's almost too little, too too late. Too you almost wish they because they're going to lose the house. They might keep the Senate. I think the Democrats are going to keep the Senate. I think they're actually going to add a couple seats. Pennsylvania seems like it's going to go. Wisconsin's in play, too. Pennsylvania, for sure. I, I think Fetterman's going to win Pennsylvania. So they're going to pick up uh, Pennsylvania. I think they'll I think they'll pick up Wisconsin, too. And I don't think... I think Warnock's going to hold on to Georgia. I don't think Herschel Walker's a real candidate. But anyway, that's that, that's the news that just broke. On uh, 953 on a Thursday. So 508-996-0500. Take a break. We'll be right back. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, hey, Marcus. What's up? Great show. Where's Chris tonight? I just chimed in. I didn't hear his voice tonight. Yeah, so Chris will be back tomorrow. He's He's got the night off, but he'll be back tomorrow. we got a couple candidates on for State Auditor, so we'll we'll be in from 7 to 10 after after the feast. Awesome, yeah. I, I'm heading out to the feast and I'm picking up my girl right now. At, she works at CBS, and we're, we're gonna go down there now. Awesome. What time? Is it, what, what time is it, does the feast close? Do you know? Midnight. Oh, okay, so we got. You may have an hour and a half there. Oh yeah, that's so, plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just have a beer or two. Um, uh, Madeira wine. Yeah, I, I I was talking to my friend yesterday in about the mansion thing. I heard that he was bribed, and I don't know. I, I, I probably, probably. That's. I think that's the only language he speaks, right? He, you know, it's. Yeah, it's, I think they all do. No. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's what I think. Some some federal contract for his state, so he can. Or, or like, uh, or like some patent his daughter can have on some life saving drug that she can jack the price up on, something like that. <laughs> I love you, Marcus. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. So, um, 
so uh yeah uh i don't know why he voted for it it's um it's it's uh it's it's just a weird again it's it is a weird shift and like, there's probably something in there again there's probably something in there for him he's probably bought out i mean again like we said that's the only language he speaks cinema too that's the big problem those are two of the most bought and sold elected officials or senators or members of Congress that there is. I mean, they more or less are. And I think a lot of the times, to be fair, I think Mansion and Cinema are more or less just a lightning rod for um, and because they're able to uh, just take sort of the the brunt of the criticism for uh for stuff that I think there's probably a few other senators that don't want to vote on, right? I think that's what it is. You can see cinema kind of like you can see cinema like enjoys it too. She like you know, I don't know if you saw her vote down the minimum wage thing. She voted down a minimum wage hike by like doing like a I don't know what you call it. She kind of like did a little bat like a little move, she did like a little move. She was dressed stupidly. <laughs> She did a little move and like bent, you know, put her thumb down. You'll have to, you'll have to see it. It's stupid. It's, it's stupid as hell, but you can tell she just kind of likes it. That's just kind of her thing. That's kind of her kick. She's got some weird stuff going on with Mitt Romney too. Her Mitt's got some weird stuff going on with her. I don't know, but they're voting for it. I guess that's good. Maybe too little too late to save their midterm prospects, but I think the Senate's going to stay the same. The, the house is going to go Republican and then, you know, what do you then it's then it's Obama, you know, end of first term 